<laughs> Are you recording right now? Yeah. Okay. Hi, this is Reed. I'm married to Abby, and I know about physics. Hi, this is Abby. I'm married to Reed, and I don't. Welcome to Family Antimatters, the science podcast from both ends of the spectrum. Hey, hi everyone. Hello. Well, <laughs> welcome to Family Antimatters. I'm Reed. I'm Abby. And it's been a while. It's been a while <laughs> since uh, something podcast something. It's been a while. It's, well, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Training wheels right now. <laughs> uh, All right. So we're back and we're talking about stuff. Do you know what we're going to talk about this week? Um, nothing. Exactly. So there's some quantum weirdness that makes the idea of nothing or just like empty space, empty anything, pretty cool. I honestly think we should just have uh, 45 minutes of just white noise. <laughs> it's our expressive art project. Yeah, it's, it's a podcast about nothing. It's performative art. But buried deep within the track... Is our podcast <laughs> like in a very low register? <laughs> also, in, in very, very tiny snippets of time. Yeah. The entire podcast lasts 0. 0.001 second. Okay. I, I can't follow this yet. So um, <laughs> I guess we're going to talk about quote unquote nothing. We're going to talk about quantum weirdness and how that makes nothing into not nothing. So remember earlier. We've talked about, and you've definitely heard this before, Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. No, I don't remember this. Okay. That says <laughs> that to within a certain degree of accuracy, this H-bar or whatever, you can't know both position and momentum oh, yeah, yeah. of something. Was it the thing with like the slit experiment and stuff, or is that something else? It's same, same kind of stuff. Okay. Because it's too small. You can only me measure one thing at a time, right? Or something like that? Yes. And it's not even measure. You can only like physically know one of these to some degree of accuracy compared to how you know the other. So this, for some weird reason, and it checks out with experiment, seems to apply to reality. You know, the fabric of space-time as well as things that we measure. Okay, before we get really into it, this is going to be like a really weird one, I suppose. Uh... Maybe, but it's going to be small in scope. Okay. Um, just to preface, I honestly have no idea what we're going to talk about. Reed said something about quantum foam, mm -hmm. and it just kind of made me think of like a face mask. Um, so I have no idea uh, what this is going to be about whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> okay. So how should we start this off? Because I think um, there really isn't a segment here where like, I, what do I know? I guess I no. know the word quantum, which is like small. Right. And then foam is like aerated substance. Yeah, something that's kind of bubbling and roiling. Okay, so that's all I know. Okay. So we started with the uncertainty principle. Mm -hmm. So when you look at nothing, you know, just empty space, you know, in the middle of outer space, 
no stars, no dust, no air, no nothing. It's just empty. So you zoom in really, really small. On nothing? On nothing. And at very, very tiny time or distance scales, that nothing, since you are super certain what you know, position you're looking at, there comes a degree of uncertainty in momentum. So what that means is there's a little bit of energy uncertainty in this square of nothing. Okay. So would nothing constitute the stuff in between all the stars, like space? Yeah. Okay. Also, how much or how many times do you think we're going to say the word nothing in this podcast (laughs) episode? Oh, man. Are we going to take running bets? Uh, 87. We're going to say it way more than that. You think think so? I think we're going to say it at least 100 times. All right. Okay. Never mind. So. Th- that's our over under. If we do over a hundred, you win. Under a hundred, I, I don't win. know what we win or who's going to count this, but maybe a listener will. Oh, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> that poor soul. Okay, so the distance, tiny distance, and nothing has waves of uncertainty. Once you start talking about really tiny spaces, yep, you get this energy that is there or not there, positive, negative. So. Remember we talked about in particle accelerators the idea of like a particle and antiparticle can annihilate into energy mm-hmm. or can you know spring into life from energy? Yes. So with this little bit of energy that's just kind of roiling, you know, this background energy, you get creation and destruction of these particle-antiparticle pairs. Wait, just- so there are particles and nothing? They come from nothing. There's like this kind of energy borrowing that happens to create and then destroy and then basically pay back that energy. What? Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) real quick, when people talk about space-time, do you remember the analogy of the space-time being like a sheet, like a fabric? And if you put something super massive, it creates gravity, it like sinks down the fabric. Like the Earth? Uh-huh. Okay. And that's what creates gravity, is that dip in space-time. So what this is saying is, if you look really close at the fabric of space-time, it's actually kind of a coarse fabric, and there's, you know, little bitty ripples in there that are the creation and destruction of these particles, antiparticles. So even in nothing, something is being created. Yeah, what? And both created and destroyed and given back. Like you're borrowing a tiny bit of energy and then paying it back. But why? There's no purpose for it. It's just what it is. Uh. And that that's, you know, the idea behind quantum foam is that nothing isn't really nothing. It's this just kind of roiling, like boiling, creation, destruction, like back pop, and forth popping. dance weirdness yeah okay so who first came up with quantum like who what oh boy i don't actually know the history on this we could look it up real quick and come back what made you think of it i don't know we were talking about getting back into podcasts and looking for good ideas and this was just like in your bucket it's a fun one foamy bucket yep (laughs) your big bucket (laughs) of foam Foam. All right, so wait, wait, so people study this? Like, we have we observed this in like science, or is it a theory? Yeah, 
No, no, oh. th- this is observed. That's weird. Yeah. Imagine being like a science person, like a PhD, and you're like, "What's your, what are you studying? Nothing. <laughs> We're really cool, nothing. Yeah, yeah. seriously. We're you're really, really tiny, precise, nothing. Yeah, I think nothing. <laughs> so, people have been trying to use this, like, foam this you know energy borrowing paying back like stuff from nothing it's actually not a foam you guys it's a theory well it's a metaphor what is yeah it? it's yeah, a it's, concept of foam <laughs> it's not actually the space is not foam <laughs> fyi this, this is not a physical foam I've of never matter been to space but i'm assuming <laughs> no it's it's an analogy okay. if we're calling space time something area. this is a foaming space time do you think there's a Doctor Who episode called Foaming Space Time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, in season four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, okay. Um, it's not actually in season four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't watch Doctor Who, so sorry. Um, uh, wait, so what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, oh you, using foam. Yeah. So people have trying to have been trying to create, you know, quote unquote, like energy from the void for a while and you know there have been folks who have claimed that they've been able to do it and you know with varying degrees of oh i can't really repeat it right now it's my girlfriend's in canada <laughs> model <laughs> also i use this energy yeah this is along the the lines of you know like a perpetual motion machine or like cold fusion uh, cold fusion could conceivably work a perpetual motion machine Seems to go against like what we know about actual physics, but you know, what the hell? We've been wrong before. Well, perpetual motion isn't. I mean, not to totally change the subject, but perpetual motion. I feel like you just need like there's not enough energy in the world to keep something running perpetually. The idea behind perpetual motion is that you can start it and it just sustains itself without requiring any extra input energy. Well, then wouldn't it break down after a while because yeah. of friction and uh-huh. all that and gravity and just Absolutely. The, the, the slow march of time? <laughs> That's why it's one of those impossible dreams yeah. or, you know, pipe dreams that seems impossible that everyone's kind of, or not everyone, but people are after. Okay, so going back to the slow march of space time. Okay, so people have claimed that they have created energy out of nothing. Uh-huh. And people are trying to do this because... I mean, fringe people are, yeah. But wouldn't that be cool? I mean, that's kind of the dream is to create sustainable energy with no cost, right? Yeah. Well, they say you can't make anything or you can't make something out of nothing. Right. And in this case, (laughs) doubly so. It seems to be true. Right. (laughs) But yeah, if you want to, at some point, we can go down a a YouTube rabbit hole for a couple minutes and I can show you some uh, energy from the void videos. Um. I think that would be cool. Also, we could link them um, in the oh yeah description. for sure. <laughs> Let other people come down the rabbit hole. I was gonna us. say like link in the description box, but we're not on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, come and subscribe. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, I mean, it would be really cool if we could create energy out of sort of nothing. I mean, nothing. Like, what does that mean? Nothing. Like, uh, it means that just the normal instability of space-time gives us something that we can, you know, use or tap into and create 
usable energy. Like this it, is my nothing battery? Yeah, basically just exploiting a feature of reality. Just how constantly around us just things are being created and destroyed and energy is being taken and borrowed and Mm -hmm. and if you could somehow tap into that like one cool two like what are the effects of that you know you know what the effects are (laughs) what magic (laughs) i think we've been trying to explain this phenomenon for a long time through science fiction and fantasy it's called magic if magic were real maybe quantum foam is magic You know, magic is just science unexplained. As soon as you're able to repeat it and you know how to do it, is it still magic? Well, if you can't explain where it comes from, so like, say in Harry <laughs> Potter, <laughs> they all have wands. I mean, they come from trees and they can channel energy and the energy comes from inside you. But they go to school for this. They learn something and they know how to do it repeatably. But is it science? It's a study. It's ask, it's asking questions and looking for repeatable results. I don't think it's. I mean, I how guess did the how did the first like, person who discovered like Wingardium Leviosa? How did they get there? Yeah, but I guess they. I guess, <laughs> but I don't think it's like. Do people create new spells? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No. No. Show me in Half Blood I mean, Prince. Yeah. From, oh, that's right. What's his butt? Spoiler alert. Creates Sectum Sempra. Yeah, Sectum Sempra. His, what's his butt? The Half-Blood Prince. I mean, if at this point, oh, come on. (laughs) How old is this book? (laughs) I was going to say if you haven't read this book or watched the movie. There are kids in high school that are, (laughs) (laughs) that are younger than this book. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're Yeah, if if you're being spoiled on Harry Potter right now by like, this podcast in the year of our Lord 2017, <laughs> then clearly you don't care that much. Or you can email us at familyantimatters at gmail dot com. You can chew me out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how I've like, ruined the and enjoyment read. of everything for you. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I'm good with that. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of who else created other spells. Yeah, I guess just the only time you see that. And um, for some reason, Voldemort flies. I guess that's new magic. Yeah. I have a hard time calling that magic, but, you know, it is, I guess. Yeah. It's not really a spell. He just does it. I mean, it's a wordless spell because yeah. they learn how to do that in book six. Is it book six? Who other than Voldemort can fly? No one. Right. In the movies... All bets are off, and everyone just turns into smoke and zips around. So don't even take that. Okay, this has morphed into Abby and Reed's Harry Potter fandom theory hour. I'm really sorry. I'm not. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We're happy to, you know, be back in the podcastosphere again. Wait. What? There's more. Well, my question is. Oh yeah. Okay, so. One, if we were to create energy out of nothing and harness this energy, is that bad? Is that like an ethical question? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where if you're in the process of like borrowing and giving back, you know, this pair creation destruction and you start taking from, what are you taking from and are there any consequences? Oh my God, this is like Full Metal Alchemist. 
Yeah. <laughs> and eventually you have to give away your power at the gate in order to get your little brother's body back. Yeah. Like, that's, spoilers. Don't do this. Please do not use quantum foam to create energy. This feels like a bad idea. Don't use quantum foam to bring your mother back to life. <laughs> You're going to lose an arm. So uh, It's all fun and games until someone loses an arm. So this podcast uh, turned from a science podcast to a Harry Potter fan podcast to a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood <laughs> recap podcast. Um, Just remember, Newton was a uh, firm subscriber to alchemy. Yes. Oh, that's throwing it back to our first episode. Boom. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut off your um, farewell there. <laughs> that's fine. No, if we had more insightful uh tidbits of wisdom to, to dispense i never want to get in the way of that well what, what could be what's our what's our what's <laughs> what did we learn today that reality is kind of weird sometimes that all around us energy is being created and destroyed all around us and life is meaningless energy isn't being created and destroyed Particles and antiparticles are being created from that energy and destroyed back into it. Yeah, that. But yeah, conservation <laughs> of energy. Yo. Whoa. Anyway. We're so small. Life is meaningless. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but right. at least we can look at it and marvel from time to time. Yes. So thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you had fun. <laughs> yeah. I hope you thought we were as funny as I thought we were. <laughs> <laughs> and no um, one ever does oh you know what we but. haven't at this point we haven't edited our fire podcast oh, yeah I, we have more and i'd like to i'm very scared to listen to it because i think it's gonna be bad but whatever <laughs> i don't know why you're talking about this now i don't know because it's funny anyway you can always edit it out i can and i may <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll talk to you later hopefully we'll see you sooner than uh Five? The three-month break that we've taken. Five? so Possibly five-month break that we've <laughs> taken. <laughs> anyway, have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, do you like us? Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at AntimattersCast. If you have a good topic for an episode, email us at familyantimatters at gmail.com. That's all one word, no hyphen. Familyantimatters at gmail.com. Cool. Thanks.